I'm C.J. Layton, coming to you from inside the Phantom Radio Studios in Lake Wales, Florida, home of the premier radio bowling talk show. Long ago, Bowlers Journal International called Phantom Radio a pioneer in the field of bowling podcasts because the show was regularly scheduled at the same time each week. The late Kegel owner, the great John Davis, told Len Nicholson to start this program because, quote, people need to know what you know, end quote. This PBA and Bowling Writer Hall of Famer has now recorded over 1,200 shows and has featured over 425 guests since 2002, 20 years plus of bowling knowledge, story sharing, and true expertise. Phantom, we need to know what you know. So Phantom fans, here's your host, Len Nicholson, The Phantom. Well, thank you, CJ, and a reminder that Phantom Radio is presented by the Kago Company, the number one lane maintenance company in the world. For all of your lane maintenance needs, including 24-hour technical support, you can always rely on the Kago Company. So go to Kaggle.net. Well, Phantom fans, this week's special guest is a man who has been passionately involved in our great sport since his early days as a youth bowler. And later, his family was responsible for creating a new segment of the bowling industry as their world-famous high roller took off in the early 80s, becoming known as the Megalux. And together with his late dad, Norm, our guest has seen it all over the years, promoting and running well over 250 tournaments in Las Vegas and paying out an extraordinary amount of over $110 million to bowlers of all abilities. And our guest knows and has worked with literally everyone in the bowling industry, and it's a rarity to be around for so many years, but take it from me, he's still going strong. So, Phantom fans, here's our good friend, Mr. Brad Edelman. Hello, Brad, and welcome back to the show. Thanks, man. I'm great to be back. Uh, you know, I, I love listening to these introductions. You said, I'm still going. I don't know how strong it is, but I'm still going. <laughs> well, we all slow down a little bit, but, you know, we still got a lot of gray matter upstairs that we haven't used up yet. But, you know, I want to let our listeners know that I want them to get their pencils and paper ready because I got a couple of announcements I want to make. And you might have to write this down because we want you to get involved in some of these things that I'm going to be talking about. But, Brad, I really do appreciate you taking the time to be here with us on Phantom Radio again. And I know you're a busy man, and you have some, and I have some questions for you. So let's get sure. right to it. Fine. Okay. First of all, how the heck is your health? Uh, my health's good. I mean, for an old guy, I'm, I'm doing okay. You know, I've got my uh, my issues like everybody our age, you know. But then uh, I'm doing I'm doing well. Thank you. Thanks for asking. 
Well, you sound good. You sound nice and strong and all that. But uh, because of being busy, <laughs> we have to pre-record this show because I know that this is the first day of your tournament going on, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, we're at Orleans for the next next uh, 10, 11 days uh, with our senior team tournament. Yep. Okay. How, how does that work? Uh, seniors, what? Uh, no pro bowlers, nothing like that, right? Well, I, I think we allow one per team, and uh, uh, it's it's a handicap tournament, so I'm not really expecting many of the many of the hot shots to come out. But um, it, it is uh, the largest one we've run to date. Uh, we're over 300 teams, and uh, added a couple more days to accommodate some more teams, and uh, going very well. Very pleased with it. That sounds, sounds great. 300 teams. You know, last year at this time, things were pretty slow, if I'm not mistaken, right? Absolutely. We uh, we did run this thing last year. Uh, of course, back then, uh, it, it Vegas was uh, not only mask mandate, but the social distancing. And, and we were only using every other pair. And uh, we we filled that with 140 teams. That was the max we could put in the joint and uh so we're we're really pleased about uh about this year's event since since uh most of the restrictions are gone well that's that's a blessing i'll tell you what that that almost ruined the bowling industry along with a lot of other companies and and businesses but thank god we're back to pretty much normal but let me tell you parts you know you and your dad norm and and your mom you know, I mentioned this a little bit earlier, but you started the high roller, and it is truly missed, you know. And, and like I said, I, I bet you miss it still, right? Well, I I I have the memories, and that's all I need. You, you know, that it's the most asked question whenever I run into people who were around in the old days. You know, when do you, when do you bring him back to high roller? When do you bring him back to? High? I I don't see it happening, Phantom. I've gone on record publicly to say that it was. Not that it was a fluke, but it was a it was a one of a kind thing. And of course, this is in my opinion. I I don't see it happening again. There were too many var variables that that just uh, I don't think they exist in today's today's bowling industry. Well, I know that when you first started, it, you didn't expect the, what happened eventually. And you know, I got to hand it to you. You know, you you never understaffed that whole thing. I remember you. You hiring uh, some kids. In fact, one of them was Wendy McPherson, and and she's still with you. But you gave her a few bucks to work down there, and and also a friend of mine. Uh, you said something to me about you need some more people, and I told you about Nick Melnikoff, and he went down there a couple times, and and you took care of a whole lot of people, and it was always a uh, very professionally run. And uh, boy, I'll tell you what, I miss it. I was only there a few years, but you guys were total pros, my friend. Well, we, we, we were pretty careful about who, who we had working with us. And, uh, you know, it, it was um, so much money involved. You had to be careful. You know, I, things had to go right. Things had to go smoothly or else, uh, you know, you know how word gets around when things don't go smoothly. And uh, Len, Len, you mentioned you were there for a couple of years. There were a couple. You were there for a couple of great years. You and and uh, our late friend John Davis and 
and John Forrest and, and you guys did such a great job with, with, with the lane conditions. And of course the high roller had, had the reputation of, of having a tough, but fair shot. And uh, that was all you parts. Well, you know, I remember meeting with your dad and I've said this many times and I'll say it the rest of my life. He was one heck of a businessman. He said, I need to talk to you. We went in his office. He looked me right in the eye and he says, Here's what we want. We're going to have a sweeper. We want to score about 420 for two games. He says, if they're too high, they won't re-enter. If they're too low, they won't re-enter. So I want you to dial in 420. And he put the fear of God in me because <laughs> I, I was involved in a lot of tournaments in my life, but nobody ever told me what the scoring phase should be. Plus, you guys were full every night, you know. And here's all these guys. I never saw a bowl. And... Uh, I can't I can't ever forget the first day uh, we hit 420 on the button and, and your dad thought I was a genius, but it was never that good again. I'll tell you that. <laughs> well, well, he he knew you were a genius. That's uh, or else he wouldn't even have that conversation with you. He knew you could pull it off, and 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 that that's the truth. You know, when you look back at it, you know, if if we had a full squad of uh, however many bowlers were there for a sweeper. You know, if there were 240 bowlers, we might have known 40 or 50 of them. So how, how do you prepare for that? But but you did, and uh, and and just like you said, you uh, you nailed it. Of course, the second night, instead of 420, I think it was 419. So we got a little missed at you parts. So, so be a little more careful next time, all right? <laughs> well, it didn't happen all the time because there was a time uh, when some of these monster balls came out, and I I remember seeing Mo Pinnell. And he says, you know, you don't have a chance this year. I said, what are you talking about? He goes, we got some some rocks here that'll that'll blow your mind. And uh, the second day, I think Rudy Rudy Rebs he shot like uh, I don't know five fifty or something for two. <laughs> I could I couldn't believe it. But yeah, uh, the bowling ball they were an issue. It was at least 550. All I remember about that set that Rudy shot was that he could have quit the eighth frame and still won. Yeah. Because they they were they were tough. I mean, yeah, he got lined up, but he's also the guy. And and of course, you didn't change the conditions night to night. Everybody knew what to expect, and the better bowlers got a little more prepared, and scores got a little higher as, as the week went on. But but Rudy was the one that yelled at me for a half hour when he came off the lanes and he shot 340. <laughs> and the very next night, he goes, he goes 280, 270, and, you know, you can't prevent that. But low on the money was still around what we asked you to do. Yeah, you know, Mo, Mo did. He came up with some secret drillings, and he had a whole bunch of guys lined up, and those guys that had those right balls, they whacked them. But yeah, you know, yeah, we can talk about that forever, but I want to talk about something that's really special, and it's about the high roller, and I heard – that you jumped into the author's circle and you wrote a book. So yeah, tell us a little bit about that, okay? Well, I remember a couple of years ago on, on this very show, I, I told you that, that, that I was going to try it. And uh, I had a lot of time during the, you know, the, the intense pandemic days and a lot of time on my hands. And I actually did it. And, uh, and it's just about ready to go to the press now. Uh, editing's finished and... Uh, uh, 200 pages, 500 pictures, and and a, and a nice nice article that, that I want to thank you for writing, that uh, we feature in the book as well. 
Not quite finished yet, but we're close. 500 pictures, holy mackerel. Man, I can't wait to see that, baby. <laughs> well, a couple, couple, couple of them are you, so you'll, you'll recognize yourself from uh, 1985, I hope. <laughs> wow. So you say it's almost available. Uh, are you about to take any pre-orders, anything like that? No, I'm going to wait until I have it in my hand, and we're we're uh, anticipating sometime in May. I should get it back from the printer, and uh, I'm not even sure how we're going to distribute it yet. We might, we'll probably uh, offer them. They'll be available from the High Roller website. That's most likely how we're going to do it. All right. Well, give us that website so people can start looking for it. Yeah, it's www.high-roller.com. All right, that's good news to know. And you know, one other thing about the high roller. Uh, <laughs> speaking of a high roller, uh, this is your 40th anniversary. I bet you never thought you'd you'd be saying that back in the day. But I understand yeah. there's there's a party coming up. So tell us about the party. Yeah, it's our 40th anniversary. Uh, I started when I was five years old. <laughs> And uh, yeah, we're we're doing we're doing a party for for all those in in attendance during this event. It's uh, it's going to happen during during this tournament at Orleans and uh, uh, on Tuesday night in one of the banquet rooms there and live music and you know a little bit of food, a little bit of uh, adult beverages and uh, just to commemorate the 40th anniversary. There's not going to be many people there that were around in the old days, but there'll be some. You included. Yeah, I wouldn't miss it. Uh, in fact, I'm going to bring my son down there. I live up in Sacramento. It's about an eight-hour, nine-hour drive, something like that. He's going to go yeah. with me in case I fall asleep at the wheel. But uh, <laughs> I know I'm not going to sleep when I'm down there. That's for darn sure. But yeah. I'm, look <laughs> I'm looking forward to that one, my my friend. So Yeah, I was just informed that uh, one of our guests there will be none other than Paul Renteria. Uh, the the only bowler that's ever won the July High Roller twice. So looking forward to seeing Paul. Well, I am too. You know, I got a little history with Paul, and it's all positive. But I'll, I might tell that story that night if you have a, a microphone, because I think this is a story that's unbelievable. But we'll get to that at that point. But and yes, there is a microphone. So feel free. Oh, all right. Um, I think everybody would be interested in it. It's a good story. It's a true story. And uh, I'll tell you, that kid could strike with the best of them, no, no doubt about it. But, you know, I got another announcement I need to make. Um, a week or so ago, we had uh, Glenn Allison on the show, and uh, Glenn was talking about Andy Marzich, one of the guys from the old, old days. Sure. And, uh, him and Jerry Hale, who was a touring player back in the day, is a good friend of Glenn. They come up with a shirt. It's a 900 shirt that uh, Glenn's uh, talking about. And he's got a special announcement he'd like me to make, and I will. Uh, so if you have your pencils ready, here's a chance to get a one-of-a-kind souvenir, brand-new Glenn Allison 900 shirt, and enjoy a discount from Phantom Radio. But the 900 shirt has an image of Glenn on it saying, 900, I did it. So call his friend and manager, Jerry Hale, at 
714-309-7587. And be the first in your area to get this historic souvenir shirt. So call Jerry Hale, 714-309-7587. Be sure to mention that uh, you heard about it on Phantom Radio for that discount. All right, so we got a couple minutes left. Brad, uh, anything you want to close the show with? Well, you know, I do want to mention that uh, along with our 40th anniversary, it's also our, we're celebrating 20 years together with Storm. And uh, that, that's pretty big, too. That's, uh, that's, that's a major thing for us. Storm, Storm and High Roar have worked uh, very well together over the years, and, and uh, we really enjoy each other's company, too, when, when we're all out. So looking forward to a lot of them going to be at the party as well, a lot of the Storm guys. Yeah, the Storm, that's an unbelievable company. Uh, uh, Bill and Barbara Christman, I started this show, uh, Phantom Radio, back in 2002. They were my very first sponsor. And so this is the 20th year of them sponsoring our show, too. And, you know, I've, I've been around the world a couple times doing different events uh, in Asia, in Europe. And every time I see a tournament overseas, there's a Storm a decal up on the wall someplace. They sponsor everything. I don't know how Isn't they do the it. Truth? Isn't that the truth? Well, they're the bowler's company. Boy, I don't know it, who came up with that tagline, but but it's it's uh, it's true. Boy, I'm telling you, what what great people and what a staff they got. I've been up there to their company a couple of times, Brigham, uh, Utah, and it's all first class people, all first class, the whole nine yards. Uh, I'll tell you, they're just fantastic people. So Absolutely. you you were lucky to get a hold of them, and they're lucky to get a hold of you. I'm sure you helped each other sustain each other over the years. Well, it's worked out for, very well for everybody, I would think. All right. Well, anything else, Bart? Do you want to close out with anything? No, I'm just uh, looking forward to seeing you next week at the party. That's all. I'll be there on the 5th. I'm, I'm driving in. Uh, I'm going to be all refreshed. I'm going to bring in my pillow. My son's going to drive me like a, a chauffeur that I need. So <laughs> I'll see you well, that come, night, come, my friend. Yeah, come come find me. I'll be I'll be the one with the gray hair. Well, I just saw a couple of pictures of you on Facebook, and you had blonde hair back in the day, it looked like. Oh, gee, I don't know about blonde, but but those days were uh, – they, they, you, you know, sometimes you you like to look back on the old days, and sometimes you don't. And when I see some of those pictures, I don't know. I don't you, know what I was thinking. You were neat and clean. You had a, a beautiful shirt on, a nice pair of brown pants, all pressed. And you were first class. Uh, I don't know. You might have been doing some modeling on the side down there in Vegas. I don't know. No, I don't think so. I was just doing what Norman Frank Esposito told me to do. <laughs> well, parts, the old clock on the wall tells me we are out of time, and I can't believe how quickly the time flies in this show. And it's probably why they say it's the fastest show in all of sports. But once again, I want you to know that I really appreciate you being on with us and giving our listeners all the information that you always do. And I really enjoyed talking with you. And thanks again for taking the time to be here. And you take care of yourself. And as you already said, I'll say it again. I'll see you on the 5th of April for the party. And uh, also, Phantom fans, I want you to know that 
I mentioned Storm being our sponsor for 20 years. Well, so is Brad Edelman and his high roller. They've been my sponsor now for about 10 years. And I'll tell you what, uh, I really appreciate it. Without you two, I couldn't have made it. And we've got a, a third sponsor now. His name's Dave Kowalski, and he represents the junior bowlers from Michigan. They got 7,000 juniors up there. And he's uh, the ex-vice president of the Coaches Association. So a shout out to all of you. And for Phantom Radio, this is the Phantom. When you're down and troubled And you need some love and care And nothing, well, nothing is going right Close your eyes and think of me And soon I'll...